Jesus said to his disciples, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. This Feast of the Ascension always reminds me of a discussion we had as seminarians back in the early 1980s about the most appropriate song for this celebration. Should it be leaving on a jet plane or up, up and away in my beautiful balloon? Of course, we were joking, but even in our humor, we were naming a common belief about the meaning of the ascension. It's about Jesus leaving earth to return to the Father. St. Leo the Great puts it this way, We are commemorating the day on which our poor human nature was carried up in Christ above all the hosts of heaven, above all the ranks of angels, beyond the highest heavenly powers to the very throne of God the Father. That makes it sound like Jesus has gone far, far away. The problem with that, though, is that we believe that Jesus Christ is still with us. He who is called Emmanuel, God with us, is with us now in an even more intimate way than he was when he lived on the earth through the power of his life-giving spirit. Again, St. Leo the Great says that our Redeemer's visible presence has passed into the sacraments. And in our baptism we became members of the body of Christ. And that body is present all over the world and continues to act as Christ to heal the sick and preach the good news to the poor, to set captives free, and to bring the dead to life. In a real way, Christ is more present today to many more people than Jesus of Nazareth could have ever been 
in first century Palestine. But in order for that to happen, the followers of Jesus had to let go of him as they knew him. Like Mary Magdalene in the garden on Easter day, they could not cling to him. He needed to go in order to return in a more powerful way. And today's scripture readings underline that fact. In the Acts of the Apostles, the two men in white robes remind the disciples that this Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Jesus is not gone forever. And when the Spirit comes, the disciples become the witnesses of Christ's power among them. They become the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, as the letter to the Ephesians reminds us. So what does this all have to do with us? Like the first disciples, we too are called to be witnesses. Jesus is speaking to us too when he says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. And like those first disciples, we are called to let go and not cling to our old ways of knowing Jesus Christ so that we can recognize him anew in our lives today, here and now. Jesus continues to come to us in new and powerful ways. And if we open our minds and hearts, we will be given the eyes to see his presence among us. In the meantime, we wait. And like the disciples, we worship him and bless God for the gifts God bestows on us continually. And we know that he is with us always, as Matthew says, until the end of the age. So how do we reconcile that with the transcendent notion of Jesus at the right hand of the Father? Perhaps Jesus is both at the right hand of the Father and with us always, which would put us very close to the Father as well. Perhaps as we sing God's praise here on earth, we are one with the heavenly choirs of angels and archangels, all of us singing holy, holy, holy. Perhaps our humanity in Christ has been exalted to the right hand of God as well. Now that's something to celebrate.